Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into the insights shared in the Wall Street Journal bestseller, Without Their Permission, by Alexis Ohanian. A renowned internet entrepreneur and the founder of Reddit, Ohanian takes us on his personal journey through the dynamic world of the internet. He navigates through his own experiences with Reddit, interweaving it with other profound internet tales and examining what makes this virtual world so compelling and constantly evolving, without their permission, is more than just a memoir. It serves as a rich source of advice for budding entrepreneurs, where Ohanian shares the wisdom that spurred the growth of his immensely successful business. If you're considering launching a startup, passionate about the business world, or intrigued by the interplay of technology and the internet, this episode is meant just for you. Dive in, and join us on this fascinating journey of virtual exploration. Without their permission, how the 21st century will be made, not managed. Introduction. The Eureka Moment, how the digital age is shaping the next generation of entrepreneurs. Picture the headlines in recent times. Young, ambitious individuals who turn their passion projects into digital gold mines, cashing out with millions, even billions, of dollars. What is it about the internet that cultivates such a ripe landscape for flourishing startups? Without their permission, takes a deep dive into this subject, unpacking the core elements that make the digital world a thrilling playground for innovation. More importantly, It underscores the need to protect the sanctity of an open, unrestricted internet, an essential ingredient for such entrepreneurial success. This narrative unfolds through the lens of the author's personal journey, charting his course from co-founding Reddit, a now globally renowned website, to becoming a seasoned entrepreneur with plenty of advice to share. As we chart this trail, Invaluable lessons emerge on the strategic steps to take while transforming your startup dream into reality. From polishing your prototype to sourcing the capital that breathes life into your venture. As we voyage through this narrative, we will discover how the author grew Reddit from an idea into a digital phenomenon. Why the possibility of realizing the American dream in the digital sphere is contingent on an unregulated internet the compelling story of an entrepreneur who changed the face of the travel industry thanks to his debate team's predicament, and the amusing tale of how a whale came to be christened Mr. Splashy Pants. Part 1. Turn the tables. Forge solutions out of everyday problems. Picture this. You're on the brink of launching your tech startup. How do you kick things off? The odds are, You start by designing an impressive product and hoping it'll catch on. But here's the rub. Convincing people they need something they're not even aware of is an uphill climb. Perhaps we should flip the script and approach this from the other end. Instead of banking on a product, why not start by spotting a problem? It doesn't have to be a widely recognized issue. People may not even acknowledge they're facing a problem until they're introduced to a more efficient way of doing things. This strategy was brought to life by Adam Goldstein, the co-founder and CEO of the successful travel search engine, Hipmunk. When in college, Goldstein found himself caught in the daunting task of booking flights for his debate team. 
they had a shoestring budget, which meant he had to scan through multiple flights across various airlines and time slots to find the cheapest options. It was a painstaking and time-consuming ordeal. That's when the solution hit him. Why not create a travel search engine that simultaneously searches across several airlines, ranking them based on price and other factors like the number of layovers and flight duration? In 2010, he presented his problem-turned-solution to Reddit co-founders Alexis Ohanian and Steve Huffman. The trio breathed life into this idea, christened it Hipmunk, and in the process, revolutionized how we search for travel options, making it less time-consuming and easier on the pockets. The product was an instant success, with users quickly realizing the benefits of Hipmunk, even if they hadn't previously perceived travel searches as a problem. The simplification of the process was a breath of fresh air and reason enough to be grateful. Part 2. Launching Sooner Than Later The Art of Releasing a Good Enough Product Are you someone who obsesses over every minute detail of your product, relentlessly chasing the illusion of perfection? You're not the only one. Many entrepreneurs fall into the trap of spending countless hours trying to polish their products to an impossible standard. Here's the hard truth. Perfection is a myth. The pursuit of an unattainable standard merely devours precious time that could be better spent elsewhere. Moreover, most users are unfazed by minor glitches. They simply want a product that works. So, here's a counterintuitive idea. Launch your product as soon as it's good enough. The concept of the minimum viable product, the simplest possible version of your solution, is no stranger to the startup scene. This approach is, quite frankly, what you should be doing. Take, for example, Reddit, the author's brainchild. The early version was a simple web page where users could submit links and view them on the front page based on their popularity. Despite its simplicity, it was a good enough product and eventually sold for millions of dollars. Once you've launched your good enough product, you can then refine it using customer feedback. By observing how users interact with your product, you can glean valuable insights into where improvements need to be made. Look back to the initial version of Reddit. It was a pretty basic setup. But over time, the founders gradually enriched their offering. They introduced a voting system to augment their link rating mechanism and added various subpages for specialized content categories. The key takeaway? Start small and build from there. Turn a blind eye to the mirage of perfection and focus on what truly matters, creating a viable solution and getting it out into the world. Part 3. Secure Your Lifeline ensuring sustainable funding to prevent startup collapse. In the intricate dance of startups, the grim reaper often strikes in the form of cash shortages. While failure could spring from various sources, faulty strategies, inept leadership, or products that fail to resonate with the market, it frequently boils down to simply running out of money. Money is the lifeblood of your venture. It sustains your workforce, underwrites logistics, and pays the rent on your office space. When this crucial resource dries up, it's a death knell for your business. This underscores the vital importance of securing a steady stream of funding. 
While you won't stumble upon pots of gold in your backyard, there are plenty of avenues to tap into for funds. One such lifeline is venture capital firms. These firms provide fledgling startups with the financial boost they need, coupled with expert guidance in exchange for a slice of the company's equity. Alexis Ohanian and Steve Huffman, the founders of Reddit, for instance, drew their initial funding from Y Combinator, a seed-stage venture capital firm. However, securing funds from such firms isn't a walk in the park. They meticulously assess your concept and business blueprint and only bankroll those ventures they believe would eventually fetch them a substantial return on investment. For instance, prior to Reddit, an earlier idea proposed by the author and Huffman was rejected by Y Combinator. They had to rework their concept into what later evolved into Reddit to secure the needed funding. Then there's the realm of angel investing, affluent individuals who bet on your project in exchange for a stake in the company. A hub for such investors is AngelList, a social network where startups can craft profiles to lure in high net worth individuals willing to pump in funds. However, scoring actual funding is no cakewalk. It's fraught with complications, often leading to rejections. Despite these hurdles, ensuring a stable flow of funds is absolutely vital for your startup's survival. So keep your chin up and press on. Part 4. The Power of Partnerships The key to business success lies in building solid connections. Ever come across tales of solitary entrepreneurs who carved out their fortunes single-handedly? Unlikely. The road to success is a communal journey. Networking, inside and outside your industry, is a linchpin of successful entrepreneurship. Think of every business interaction as a potential ticket to a valuable relationship. Next time you're headed to a conference, rather than viewing it as a snooze fest of monotonous speeches, see it as a goldmine of networking opportunities waiting to be tapped. Forming these relationships cultivates what is known as social currency. Just like conventional currency, Social currency can be earned and spent. You accumulate it by assisting others, and you draw upon it when you need a hand. For instance, imagine you introduce a contact's fledgling startup to a journalist keen to write about the sector. This small act, which requires little effort from your end, pays off in the form of increased willingness from the contact to lend you support in your hour of need, such as when you need media coverage for your product. Moreover, These alliances can yield dividends for your business in ways you hadn't even anticipated. Take the author's encounter with Rachel Metz, a reporter for Wired. His hope was that she would run a story about Reddit, offering it some much-needed publicity. They did indeed hit it off over lunch. However, owing to their newfound friendship, Metz deemed it unprofessional to write about Reddit. But fortune has a funny way of turning the tide. Metz mentioned Reddit to her editor, who in turn referred it to business contacts at Condé Nast, a massive media conglomerate. In a twist of fate, Condé Nast would go on to acquire Reddit, significantly fattening the author's bank account. Part 5. Leveling the Playing Field How the Internet Empowers Smaller Communities to Drive Change Considering the heavy emphasis on internet-based startups, You might question why such a preference for the online world over traditional media platforms like print or television. What sets the internet apart? 
Simply put, the internet unleashes the collective strength of the masses. A lone voice can go unheard, but a chorus of voices echoing the same sentiment carries the power to instigate significant change. Take animal lovers and rights activists, for instance. An individual picketing a slaughterhouse may not make waves. But what if there were 300 individuals instead of just one? That's where organizations such as PETA and Greenpeace come in, gathering like-minded individuals under one banner. The beauty of the internet lies in its ability to connect people with shared interests, sometimes serendipitously. Case in point, Greenpeace once initiated an online campaign to thwart Japanese humpback whaling expeditions by tracking a whale's migration. To engage their modest online community, they held a poll to name the whale. Among the meaningful options like Kaimana, divine power of the ocean in Polynesian, was a seemingly silly one, Mr. Splashy Pants. To their surprise, their poll found its way to Reddit and garnered attention from a far larger audience than Greenpeace's usual followers. Mostly due to the Reddit community's votes, Mr. Splashy Pants emerged as the crowd favorite. While this was unintended, Greenpeace had managed to rally a significantly larger community passionate about protecting a humpback whale bearing the whimsical moniker. The ensuing publicity lent enough gravitas to their cause to convince the Japanese government to abandon their whaling expedition. The underdog community, thanks to the power of the internet, was able to make a difference. Part 6. Unleashing Financial Prowess. How the Internet Can Be Harnessed for Crowdfunding Support. Support isn't always born out of individual entities or corporations. Communities, too, can pool together resources to back a shared cause, charities being a prime example. Sometimes the best conduit to reach these target communities is the Internet. Imagine Charles Best, a social studies teacher from the Bronx who found himself shelling out $1.500 from his own pocket to ensure his classroom didn't lack essential school supplies. This predicament is far too common among teachers across the U.S. To alleviate this financial pressure on teachers, Charles pioneered DonorsChoose.org, a web-based initiative that encourages users to donate small sums to school projects they're passionate about. This innovative approach is known as crowdfunding, the practice of financing a project with numerous small contributions from a large number of people. Crowdfunding offers several distinct advantages over traditional fundraising models. Take the transparency of Charles Best's crowdfunding initiative, for instance. Instead of having an organization dictate where the funds go, it allows individual donors the autonomy to allocate their contributions. Be it $10 or $10,000, donors have a clear line of sight into the exact destination and utilization of their contributions. Organizations like DonorsShoes.org also skirt the convoluted bureaucracies that often bedevil larger charities, thereby slashing a significant chunk of administrative overheads. The mechanism to receive donations is easy and cost-effective. Teachers or students simply post a description of their project on DonorsKoos.org. Once funds accumulate, an employee from DonorsShoes.org purchases the necessary items be it computers or microscopes, and directly hands them over to the teacher, keeping overheads at a minimum. Moreover, donors have the flexibility to channel their entire donation to the project or earmark 
15% of it towards covering DonorsChoose.org's operational expenses. The success story of DonorsChoose.org holds invaluable lessons for internet startups. Through their innovative approach, they were able to continually secure donations each year, even during the financial crunch when donors and school systems were tightening their purse strings. Part 7, Disrupting the Media Landscape, How Platforms Like YouTube Empower Small-Scale Content Creators. We'd love to believe that those with the brightest ideas always capture the spotlight, but unfortunately, reality often tells a different story. In traditional media realms such as television, the marionette strings are pulled by major production companies. A striking example is that of Zach Anna, a young, wheelchair-bound comedian living with cerebral palsy. Several years back, Anna entered a contest for his own talk show on the Oprah Winfrey Network. His remarkable persona and unique comedic style instantly won him a sizable fan base, leading him to become one of the two victorious contenders. Regrettably, after a mere four episodes, production of his show was halted, due in part to clashes over content with the production company. Anna and the production team couldn't see eye to eye on the show's direction, and the production company, holding all the cards, pulled the plug. This is where online video platforms like YouTube step in, offering small-scale content creators a lifeline. These platforms provide a launchpad for their content and a potential audience, liberating them from the confines of large-scale production firms. Take Anna's case. After his show's abrupt end, he took his content to YouTube, giving him the autonomy to craft the content he truly wished to create. Additionally, YouTube's rating system encourages audience growth as viewers like their videos. As such, not only do creators retain complete creative control over their content, but those with genuine talent can gradually build an audience. Today, countless gifted YouTubers continue to expand their viewer base, a feat made possible exclusively by the internet and the revolution it sparked in the media industry. The entertainment landscape is no longer confined to TV and cinema. Platforms like YouTube now offer a vast array of unique, independent, and commercial media. Part 8. Preserving the Internet's Essence The Imperative of Maintaining Openness and Resisting Censorship So, what exactly fuels the Internet's dynamic and transformative impact? It's its uncompromising commitment to freedom and democracy. But... Imagine for a moment if these freedoms were somehow encroached upon. Indeed, there have been instances where internet freedom faced the looming shadow of censorship. Back in 2011, the U.S. legislature was introduced to the Stop Online Piracy Act, SOPA. Positioned as a remedy for online piracy and protector of intellectual property rights, the reality was far more sinister. SOPA would have considerably curtailed online First Amendment rights opening floodgates to unmatched censorship as it allowed private entities to indiscriminately shut down websites without prior notice or court proceedings. Thankfully, this encroachment on internet freedom was effectively staved off. Faced with a threat to the open and unrestricted internet that underpinned his career, the author rallied together a team of internet experts embarking on an advocacy crusade to prevent SOPA's enactment. The author firmly contended that SOPA would not only scupper the potential of success stories like his, 
starting a business with less capital than the cost of a new Ford Focus, and escalating to millionaire status, but would also stifle innovation and decelerate economic growth. The opposition wasn't confined to these internet experts, though. Word of the proposed bill quickly rippled across the internet, sparking widespread public backlash. Thousands mobilized to stage protest actions, such as the Internet Blackout Day on January 18, 2012, when prominent websites like Wikipedia and Google went offline for a day. Fueled by these monumental protests, SOPA began to hemorrhage supporters, ultimately failing to clear Congress. The author asserts that a free and uncensored Internet ranks among the most critical political issues of our era, certainly a cause worthy of staunch defense. Final summary. The primary takeaway from this book. The advent of the internet has bestowed individuals and collectives alike, from nonprofits to fledgling startups, with unparalleled access to a global audience. It has transformed the dream of a flourishing venture into a tangible reality for anyone with an enterprising spirit and problem-solving approach. But for this potential to remain accessible to all, it is imperative that the internet maintains its inherent freedom and openness. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.